everyone, welcome back to SlasherCast and to another video on the channel. Welcome to Slasher Media, and this is the separate thing. Well, not separate, because on my channel is a video form, but this is a segment of my channel and uh, another thing part of what I do. It's a podcast where I talk about horror and nothing but horror, and it's just we talk, have, talk, have fun. I have guests on, I do it on myself. Um, last week I did a video, if I remember correctly uh, i did a tier on my favorite horror things that is not on spotify yet so actually it'll be on spotify by the time this video is actually should be fine so yeah this goes on spotify and also goes on to other platforms i do it through anchor this is not a sponsored video but if you want to find a good place to host your podcast and have it uploaded to other platforms use anchor it's totally free and easy to use so with that note with that said um i am going to introduce my guest and today's guest is jacob billet uh, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us what you do go ahead good morning fellow horror fans my name is jacob billet i'm the ceo of build enterprises my business specializes in business development and seo uh venture capital investments uh startups stuff of that nature uh i am a new youtuber i have been on the platform for just a couple of months now and i've had the privilege of meeting slasher media here and he introduced me to his channel and what he does and i was highly interested in it and he brought me on on this horror trivia so i am probably gonna let a lot of people down today with my horror knowledge so don't bet on me and uh i i will just fail you it's it's i'm very i'm very good at that just ask my wife i disappoint a lot so yeah so. we are uh we are gonna i am gonna do a horror trivia uh there's eight questions in total you get two hints per question and also you get unlimited questions that you can ask me about the year and stuff like that um but also um guys we will also be doing a bit more at the end where we talk about horror randomly the trivia part is just a little part that i came up with uh, that if you guys enjoy it let me know in the comments down below or whatever and let me know if you enjoy that aspect of me getting guests on stuff so uh question one is what is the name of the podcast you are on right now i would have to go with slasher cast for $100 please <laughs> that's correct um, yes who put number two who played Freddy Krueger oh you dick uh, <laughs> I know this I, I know this and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Freddy Krueger as himself no God damn. I can give you um, his last... I know who the damn actor is. I just don't know his name, but I, I know who he is. Um, do you want to hear? Yeah, or I, do will, you want I will to take pass? your hand. Right, the hint hand. is that his last name is England. John England. No. Damn. My you want your, do you want your second uh, <laughs> hint? You want your second hint? Yes. I actually, I have a question. I have a question. For okay, you. go on then. All right, ready? What is his first name? <laughs> that, 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 no. I was told a limited... Not that type of question. <laughs> England, um, oh, damn it. Well, if you want um, your yeah, second just... hint, I already have a yes. second. The, yes. the, the what, what does the, his first name rhyme, rhyme the with? The first letter of his first name is R. 
not Randy England. It is uh let's go with Ronald England. You're on the kind of the right tracks. Richard England. No. Uh Ronnie England. No. Damn it. Eventually I'm gonna guess the right name, so this is kind of a- this if, is when, if you if you end up if you end up giving up and you and I end up saying it, you're gonna end up hating yourself. Oh damn it! Why you gotta? So yeah, Ronald was on the right track. So Ronald, Ronald you got Ronald. I'll set right. I'll give you kind Reginald. Of a, I'll kind of give you a bonus hint. Bonus hint. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I like but that. this is only for this question. Okay. Is name. First, the first three letters of his name are R O P. Robert England. Yeah, you go. <laughs> you just you like handed me that question. I couldn't be proud of that. That's, right. <laughs> I, that's what, yeah. number three. What name does each new killer take the name of in Scream? The name of their last victims. No. <laughs> um. Every in the screen franchise, it's a different person being the killer, but they all have the same costume, same weapon, same name. Oh, oh man! It is a very well-known costume I, as well. I I have. Oh, is it the name of the? Is it the name of the costume, like the mask? No, it's um, the oh. name. It's what they call the killer. Like fans in the movies, he wasn't called this, but the fans called him oh. called the killer this. But in Scream, oh, okay. in the Scream TV show in season three, they actually directly call him it. Well, I stopped paying attention uh, on Scream like seventeen is kind of when I stopped paying attention to that franchise. Uh, I- Actually, it's, it was like Scream 2, and uh, I was pretty much burned out of it. Um, it's got a name. I, I, I actually have to pass on this. I, I don't know. I Go, didn't know. It I, is but Go- again, I'm so out of touch. It is Ghostface. Ghostface, yeah, that, yeah, I can see that. Number four. But uh, yeah, yeah, Scream, Scream lost my Scream lost my attention. It became, yeah, they just they kind of downhill, in my opinion, but. Um, number four. True or false, is Jason a zombie? Is Jason Voorhees a zombie? That's kind of a trick question. Because you can look at it like he is. If you really look at it, I mean, you can... Or you can say that he's demonic, and that would make it not zombie. Um... I mean, you can look at it both ways. I mean, he's he's reincarnated, so I mean that would that zombie type. This of thing, is the thing. You also look at possession. This is the thing. He, I can't, I can't say this without giving it away. Um, you're thinking about it the right way. He's actually not a zombie until one film. He's not a zombie until one of the movies. I'll give you that as your first hint. Well, then he's a zombie. <laughs> if he's not a zombie, right? He's only right. He's only a zombie until part six. I'll oh, he, he is a zombie until something happens, and so then, because, basically, because he gets Jason, basically reincarnated. Yeah, basically, Jason died, 
and then one of one of the characters in part six accidentally brings him back to life, and he's a and that's when he becomes a walking zombie. Until then, he's just a normal person. But when he um, when he was in the when he was brought back to life, he became a zombie. Is so he's technically a zombie until that film. He's, he's a demon zombie. Yeah. He's, number he's five. Zombie. Number five is what movie series saved the slasher genre? Um. Uh, right, this is a A B C question. What movie series yeah. saved the slash genre? A Friday Thirteenth, B Scream, or C Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, there's a there's a lot to unravel here. So uh, saving slasher. saving the slasher the the slasher genre of film. What what time period are we talking right. about? That so about um I think like ninety eighties nineties time. Uh, this film came out and it saved the slasher genre because the slasher genre was going downhill and everything, and it wasn't going very well for that subgenre. Uh, but well, when the, well, for the eighties, that's yeah. Kruger. But I mean, when, that, that would have been Kruger. But when this movie came out, I think it was nineties. I can't. I don't remember. But when this movie actually came out, uh, it everybody enjoyed it, and slashers started to be, become more popular. Well, the early '90s that was a that was the inner that was the introduction to um, that would well for the three choices were what uh, Scream, Kruger, and Jason. Yep. So Friday yeah, 13th, well, that, that would have been Jason in, in the early '90s. You, is Jason your final answer? Well, Kruger was was introduced in the '80s, and that really kind of turned a, a psychological aspect into the slashers instead of just like a slasher killer. And then um, Freddy was pretty much it for slashers until Jason came out. So I would have to say that um, Kruger would have, would have brought a different paradigm to slasher movies um, that got a lot of people's interest. And that's why they eventually merged the franchises together for Freddy versus Jason. Um, Is Nightmare on Elm Street, your final answer. I would say that brought slasher movies back. I would say that that because Kruger set Kruger set a bar that a lot of films to this day can't even match. So yeah, I, I would say I would say Nightmare. By the way, I am actually nodding my head no at my camera right now. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what would you say? Uh, I am nodding my head no to my camera right now because it is the wrong answer. It is oh. actually <laughs> it's actually Scream. Oh, I disagree with that completely. That's not even a, a damn horror movie. When, I hate Scream. When Scream came out, it had something in it that saved the slasher genre back back then because the slasher genre. Oh, that, that was just was it. So, who was the actress in that? Um, Neve Campbell was in it. Uh, I can't remember her names. Neve Campbell was a big one. She's the main actress. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would say the only way I would agree with that is because on the Scream series, it made it relevant to the teeny boppers. Yeah. It made it relevant to yeah. 
that younger generation. But as 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 horror movies as a whole, I mean, because when when Scream came out, then it, then all of a sudden it was I knew what you did last summer, and all these stupid ass teeny bopper horror movies that in my in my. But did it make it more mainstream? I agree with you on that. It, yeah, it, it did make slashes it more a mass ado- adoptable. You had. But I, I you had Halloween, your Halloween, which basically is the film that made slashes more popular. But Scream saved it from going downhill, basically. That's what happened. So, number six. And that's why all horror movies nowadays almost suck, is because yeah. Scream is what they look at. No. How, how, can, how can we get... We'll make it scream twenty five, and we'll get more teens involved. All right, number make, six. Number six. Who played Norman Bates in the shit nineteen ninety eight Psycho remake? Oh, of course, he's a famous actor, and I don't know. I also actually, uh, have a, I also actually have a fact for this movie. Uh, oh, fun facts! I like fun facts. Uh, honestly, I I was not, and you're probably not gonna like this, but I don't care. Um, I the Psycho movies I never liked, never. Mm. I don't even think I was I, actually able to even finish. The I original. can I can uh, see why you don't like them. I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, even like the even the Shining, I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. So, so, um, I I would have to pass. I don't I don't know that actor. Um, it is Vince Vaughn. Really? Yeah, he played Norman Bates, the killer. And fun fact about no the movie—fun fact about the movie—it shouldn't have been even made because the movie is legit, shot by shot, word by word, the same as the original, just in color, different actors, and everything. Oh, is it really? It's a shot by shot. It's a shot by shot. Everything just looks the same. Yeah, they, they add some stuff there, here and there. Because one of the scenes, a scene that nobody wanted, uh, there's a scene where Norman, in the original, he's looking at this girl through his uh, through a peephole. Mm-hmm. But in the he's, he's doing it like, in the original, he's innocent and stuff like that, but in the remake, he's jacking off to her. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Number seven, what is Hannibal Lecter's professional job? Oh, man, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, crap. I should know this because I remember when that movie was was first aired. Well, what was his job? Oh man, oh man! I don't. I. You want a hint? I do. You want a hint? Uh, I think is. I want to say if he. I'm. I'm. I'm want to if he. Told the FBI gal, or if it was a cutscene in the movie, and I know people. I think people knew. I yeah. Hint. Um, it's something to do with the mind. Psychologist. Uh, something like what's the other word for a psychologist? Uh. We call them shrinks. Yeah, psychologist, uh, counselor. I'll give you. I'll give you it, but it's a therapist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. About. The, I'll. I'll about give you that. One. I'll give you that one. You were on the right tracks, anyway. Number eight and final question: 
What colors is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Oh, uh, uh black. Nope. <laughs> what? There's no black on his sweater. I'm going to feel like an idiot after this. Uh, I've only seen him for like 20 years or more, 30 years. Uh, um, I thought it was black and red. Correct. Uh, well, right. I'll tell you this. Red is one of the colors. Oh, I know red's one. Red is uh, one. So is it like a, is it like a gray or is oh, it? Not gray. Oh, hold on a second. It's not. It's not. It's uh oh yellow yellow no, no no. That was actually the original idea for it to be yellow, but they changed it. I for whatever reason thought it was black and red. I I might be colorblind. Um. Just, I'm just gonna randomly just name off colors. Uh, it's, okay, what is it? It's some something in red. What is it? It's red and green. It's red and green. Really? I, yeah. I but red and green. You have to look that up because I always thought it was black. But I I failed you, my friend. That was that was like a that was that was a gimmick question. That was uh, really good though. Now I know where you are. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I, I'm looking at a sweater right now because it straight up looks like red and black to me. Oh, hold on a second. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an, uh, like a dark olive yeah. green that looks like it's gray. Yeah, it does. It's a trick question, you bastard. You tricked me. <laughs> right. Um, so, guys, now we're going on to the segment of the podcast where we just talk random yeah, horror, and we'll probably do this for about a f- we'll probably we'll probably do this for a few minutes and then we'll leave it there. And I've got I've got editing to do anyway, so a bunch of editing. This video will be coming out the week after Halloween, so um, so basically, all I want to know is what is your favorite horror movie? I actually no. What is your favorite genre and the favorite movie in that genre? I'll give you okay. that one. Yeah, I'm a I'm a creature feature guy because I okay. I like I like graphics, I like CGI, I like puppeteering. Good CGI. I would say robotics. Yeah, good CGI. Not like not like you know sci-fi back in like the late '90s sci-fi. Yeah. Um, well, like the Sci-Fi Channel, like we had some really good sci-fi, like the Sci-Fi and they they Sci-Fi channels like super stepped up their game, but. Um, but now you've got like all these B-rated flicks on Netflix and shit now. But, yeah. Um, okay, so I am a creature feature guy, and as you can probably tell by the trivia, that I don't necessarily care very much for actors. I've never been an actor fan. Mm. There's like three actors that I like, and everybody else I, I just don't care about. I don't care about remembering their names. But um, I would say that my favorite, my favorites. I should say is Jaws was my first one that caused major psychological damage <laughs> uh, as a, as a child. And then, uh, and the alien franchise, yeah. those are probably two the only my, thing uh, I re- my top ranking. The only thing I can remember from Jaws briefly is the one where that divers got his like legs bit off from one at film. That happens a lot. Yeah, his legs are bitten off. That is the best. Um, yeah, I I like Jaws. I like I do like creature features, but obviously by my YouTube channel name, I like slashers. Um, obviously, I'm a slasher fan. Um, but my favorite 
creature feature is definitely has to be a, the Alien franchise. Um, I actually have bo- the full box set of Alien. Um, they're revamping that, by the way. Yes, I. They're they're, they're bringing it back. I remember uh, they've yeah they've got all these prequels coming out um, as well, so that's going to be interesting. Well. Obviously, the Prometheus. Now the then mm-hmm. I went to actually I actually went to the IMAX in Sheffield to go and see um, uh, Alien Covenant, and I'll tell you now that movie was pretty decent. I saw it in a really big ass screen. Yeah, it, it's all right. You know, it's it's hard because like Prometheus, for example, I enjoyed Prometheus a lot more than what the critics. And I did. actually did as well. It's this is yeah, the, decent. The problem. Go ahead. It's decent. That's a... Yeah, it's it's not it's not revolutionary, but the problem is get like, like for example, like what they're doing with Star Wars, I know it has nothing to do with horror, but um when when you have prequels and stuff like that, like that's more aimed to the people that that know that franchise. Yeah. I mean that's people, you know, my age and older. I mean, we followed that. I mean, when Aliens was first premiered, it pushed all of the boundaries. There were people that were throwing up in the theaters. It's, it's, it's documented. You can actually read the reports back in the day. That's online now. Um, like people left. It was too much for people. I mean, it just, it pushed everything that we knew. And so that creates kind of like a cult following, like, you know, Kruger's got a cult following and even screams got a cult following. I mean, whatever, but it, it, it created a culture. And so with a lot of these movies, Unless you like, uh, unless, and again, there's a difference between like, like how you are with like Halloweens and stuff like that um, with yourself. Um, you understand the culture. Like you, like you understand, you just didn't watch the movies. Like you, you are in the movies. You understand what things are. You know, the backstories, you know, the purpose behind things. So there's a difference between watching a movie and understanding a movie. And a, um, a lot nowadays, people will just watch aliens and they just watch it. But they don't, you know, they don't put themselves into, you know, Ripley was back in the day and and following their, their journey over these years and being a part of it and reading about it and reading when it was released and everything else. So you get really, really involved. And so that creates a raving fan for a franchise. And so when Prometheus came out and Covenant came out, I really enjoyed it because it did answer a lot of questions. It answered questions about where they were traveling, you know, what universal sector they were in, why they were in, why the pharmaceutical companies were getting involved and, you know, why, why all of this was going on. So it gives you a much broader picture and it links everything together, but you have to understand the movies to see the links to yeah. really be, go- oh man, that's really ingenious. And they made some mess ups in Prometheus. There were some. Yeah, that I agree with that. Hardcore fans. I mean, they're mistakes. You know, I think but for the most part, they kept it together. One of their biggest mess ups was definitely that alien that came out of that person's body. Obviously, that wasn't an alien. I wasn't one of them. What annoys me about some people as well when they watch Alien, they think it's they. It's not even actually an alien. It's a biological weapon. It's not that a lot of people mistake alien as an actual alien. It's not. It's oh, a bio- so it's a weapon. It's, it's been it's engineered. A, it's being engineered by the engineers from Prometheus, basically. It's mm-hmm. not an actual yep. alien like it was born on a different planet. It was just a biological weapon. The movie's just called Alien because for the sake of it being aliens. Um, uh, absolutely, but yeah. that didn't come out. If you really 
look some suggestions sorry, and sorry. stuff like yeah, that. In the, in, your voice is cutting out. Sorry. Um, um, there there were some suggestions on uh, you know, during the first three or first four Alien series, uh, but when when uh, Prometheus came out, that really kind of solidified that was what's going on. Yeah. You know, um, because I mean, they, they the corporation uh was wanting. Uh, to study it, to figure out how they can use it, how they can tame it, how they can weaponize it. Um, but I mean, aliens still, I mean, it still fits because again, when the embryo goes in, it's alien to your body. It's, it's alien to what we know, you know, but it, it is, you're absolutely correct. It, it is a weapon, you know, yeah, that makes it, more, it is a weapon that, that, makes, that was developed. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> um, but um, let me think. So obviously, uh, I'm a slasher fan. Um, Halloween is my favorite slasher because Michael is. That's the thing. I want your thoughts on this. Why? Why do you think Michael um, kills people? We're get. We're not. We're not thinking about the whole Thorn trilogy. That shitty Thorn. We're not doing that. The thought. The cult. We're talking about Michael in the first movie. Twelve. I think it was like. 10 to 12 uh, years old uh, killed his sister on Halloween night randomly while she was getting ready for something. Why do you think he did it? Because he has been portrayed as just being pure evil, but why Why did he actually do it? Because he seemed to have like a really nice family, no actual mm-hmm. like, no bullying or anything but what's your thought about why he actually did it? I don't know how deep you want to go in the psychology of this, um, but here, here's my thoughts, right? People do things. People, people are, are, I mean, we're animals. I mean, no matter how much we think that, that we are, um, that we're domesticated or we're, you know, we're elevated or we're advanced or whatever, we're still a mammal. We still have very, very animal type tendencies. Plus every, everything on this planet plays a role doesn't mean everything plays a role that's good so for example why um why do people all of a sudden kill their families why do people all of a sudden kill their babies or or you know throw kids in trash cans or or burn bodies or or decapitate human beings or whichever you know why do people do that sometimes there's there's no answer sometimes it's just an urge and everybody has an urge for violence if you if you tell me that you don't have an urge for violence in in, in your past or your history um because it's just it's something that's ingrained in our like we can be very violent very destructive very very evil creatures you know, a lot of people equate human civilization and, and the human occupation of the world as a cancer as a parasitic cancer and so if you bring all that into why jason did is that that could very well have just been his role and and what he's supposed Michael, to do and Michael, what he feels that he's supposed to or excuse me, Jason Michael um reason why why Mike is because he's human and he had the urge and he drew with it yeah. you know and so some people don't have you know like for example in the human brain we have the parental lobe and the parental lobe is what what governs what we do it it, it suppresses urges it suppresses 
uh, uh, chem chemical commands for us to do things that may be against social norms. That's why like bodybuilders and powerlifters, we get our brain scanned because we normally deal with things called like adrenal fatigue and other hormonal imbalances due to what we take and how we train. But it's been proven that bodybuilders and, power and powerlifters have a suppressed parental gland in their brain, meaning that we can push ourselves further than what our body is naturally telling us not to do to keep ourselves safe. And so we actually suppress our own brain to do things to push ourselves to that. So if somebody, if you take that same theory and you take somebody that's, that's disposed or are um, they, they're, they, they're going to be an evil person. They'll eventually overcome whatever barriers they have to act how they want to act. And, and they, and, and not just that, but they have, they do it, they get a thrill out of it and it continues to hardwire that if they, it's like a drug, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna hardwire what makes you happy with the activity that makes you happy, and then you keep going and you see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so yeah, I think I that's probably why he did it. That was his that's his purpose, and yeah. he's he's a killer. That's what he does. I believe, and also the fact is that to me as well, Michael. I agree with you there. Michael is a force of nature. It's who he is. He's basically in the new. In the original film and the new one, it is shown that Michael doesn't actually hunt um, Pacific people. He now instead, if you get in his way, you're just gonna die. Like that's it. That's that's why he does it. He just you just get in his way, you die. That's basically it. Uh, that's his whole thing. That's what makes him more interesting because he's a good character that you can dissect and wonder what's going on. As long as you're not talking about the cult of thought thing is a lot better than saying he's in a cult. So, yeah. So no, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, you know, and it, it's crazy because I think that's what scares people too, is that and, and you know, the, the, the killer on the agenda or revenge or whatever, you know, that's been kind of really played out in that genre. People, people get they get worked up over randomness. Mm. You know, if you have something that's random and unpredictable, you know, that keeps everybody on the edge of their seat because all of a sudden you're asking yourself, well, why didn't he do this? And why did he do that? And then if it's completely random, it doesn't matter if it, if, if the character is a good person or if they're a favorite or anything like that, none of that matters. It's all about who gets in his way and who's randomly selected and, and is killed. And, and people, you know, people have the, the, uh, the conception that if they're good people, if they're a good character in a film, then they should be one of the survivors. And when you have a film franchise, and that's why, like, with, and again, this has nothing to do with horror, but like, like a game, right? The, the director, producer of that did not care who he killed. It didn't matter, fan favorites. And I mean, even Walking Dead, it was a, they, they, they would kill anybody off. And mm. if the ratings were declining or whatever, they know the shock and off. If they destroyed a, or if they killed a favorited character, it would be absolute uproar and it worked. And it worked multiple times for them, you know, to keep ratings up and to keep people involved. Yeah, so that's translating onto onto the main screen to where, you know, there. And I, I know every horror movie, every movie that I've watched that, I think a main character and that main character gets killed. 
me for a loop because it goes it goes way against what we normally see with the with the hero or the heroine or heroine uh, or whichever. Like a lot of people, they're not used to seeing that, and so uh, I think that that randomness is what makes a really good horror movie. So, uh, final thing I want to talk about uh, before we end this is the meaning behind some horror films. Obviously, there are meanings behind every film out there. Um, either that be a happiness or something. Uh, one of the main movies for me is the Saw franchise because of the meaning behind it. The, the whole thing behind the Saw franchise is the cherish your life. That's the that's Jigsaw saying that you must cherish your life to, uh, yep. you know. Obviously, he does it in a different... He does it in a... A, a stupid way he goes on to killing people to show them to cherish their lives and you do see in the one in the films that people are wondering why this how this works and stuff people are saying to themselves that it doesn't work and all that um but the meaning of it still still connects with me that every, i take that meaning kind of literally and say right i've got to cherish my life i've got to basically live for myself live in the day and do stuff that i want to do not what other people tell me to do mm-hmm. so obviously horror is about the kill and all that but it does have a deeper meaning with some films i i agree i think the shot the saw franchise and i i on the saw franchise of four I think is when I when I kind of stopped following it, but um, it's a it's a brilliant series, and I think that it's one of the few horror movies that have um, that does have a deeper meaning. And I and I agree, I agree, with and I don't necessarily. And here's the thing, and this might you know some people might listen or whatever but sometimes sometimes you have to resort to extreme measures for people to kind of yeah understanding and seeing things and you know for example like like spanking for example or punishment physical punishment you know a lot of people are moving away because of like oh god i know that when i was a kid when i got my ass kicked i learned and i never did it again and and I, I learned to look at things a little bit differently. So that's something that that you know I I, I believe that um, does help. But uh, but like for example, like even the the majority of the time um, with creature feature horror movies is don't mess with nature. You're not God. Don't try to be. Um, and and respect. You know, if you're going out into an area, you know, as human beings. Just because we're the most intelligent species, and that, and that's debatable nowadays, you know, with how stupid people are now. But um, with us being the apex, you know, the, the apex organism on this planet, still doesn't mean that we that we're invincible and we belong everywhere. There, there are places on this planet that we do not belong, and yeah. that needs to stay. That needs to stay with with whatever inhabitants are there. You know, we can't just, you know, you can't, you can't go into, it's like, uh, it's like that movie, uh, uh, what is it? Deep blue. I think it is. Yeah. Where deep they, blue. yeah. Deep, the deep blue sea or whatever, deep blue, um, where they're, they're, you know, uh, cause you know, sharks before the, the whole nuclear reactor issue that we ran into in Japan, um, sharks never got cancer. We've never seen shark with cancer. So, so, and that, that's based on truth. I mean, we were trying to, to 
uh, uh, vaccines and and uh, and treatments off of off of sharks because they never dealt with it. Well, now we're starting to manipulate and we're starting to go against rules and and safeguards and we we develop something that is more than what we can handle. And, you know, even at the end, you know, that that chick is all into herself and she's big egos like I created these things and I can destroy them and I'm the mother, and blah, 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 blah. Nope, don't care. I'm eating your ass. And they did, you know, and because we can't as human beings, sometimes we can't get out of and realize we're not as badass as we think we are. We're not. Yeah. We're not as important as we think we are. And nature does not care. You know, it's and it's even crazier, bro. Is And I know this is kind of on a tangent right now, but. Like the Discovery Channel, right? Like nowadays, and I don't know if they do this in the UK, but they do this here. Is that before they do like, um, um, like you know, filming on the safari or whatever with lions, zebras? They actually mark where, where when that's happening, so viewers can can fast forward that because it's too much for them. So they can actually skip those parts. I of think, like, yeah, like I don't a lion think they do that zebra. I don't think they do that here. They do that here because because people can't understand that and that the animal kingdom does not care about your feet. That I mean, they they will they will kill you. Yeah. And people people just they they don't want. They're so out of touch with reality out here. It's it's amazing, and uh, and so yeah, that's that's how it is. So, yes. <laughs> and now we got people like we had this lady. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, really do. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm gonna end this here because stuff. Um, so thanks for joining me, Jacob. This has been really, sure. good f- this has been really fun. Um, guys, I have been obviously. You can check this podcast out on Spotify. Uh, use Anchor if you wanna. Also, you can watch this on Anchor if you want to. Uh, Spotify is the best place to watch it if you've got Spotify. Uh, it's totally free. Um, or if you wanna get premium for free for money um i'm not sponsored at all but spotify please sponsor me um (laughs) (laughs) uh, i'm just joking but yeah uh, jacob thanks for joining me and it's been good to see your horror knowledge and stuff like that so guys if you enjoy lack of horror knowledge (laughs) yeah lack of horror knowledge um, but you guys, let me know down in the comments down below your thoughts and your favorite horror and your thoughts on horror. And uh, yeah, guys, and let me know if you want Jacob on the podcast again or any other video on my channel. I'd love to get him on. Her. But yeah, if you want to check him out, he'll be linked down in the description down below. He does Feedback Fridays and uh, Enterprise stuff and stuff like that in SEO. So guys, I'll see you in the next one. Remember, keep to the shadows. Keep keep the shadows. Keep on watching horror. Keep slashing, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.